Mesech's Klein, Perek Dalit, Mishnah Zayin, and Full Perek Hey, Mishnah Aleph. We learned a couple of Mishnahs ago that, at least according to Beis Hillel, individual vines only combine to make a vineyard such that you would need to leave a distance of four amas away from it if there are two rows of vines. But if there's only one row of vines, even if there are lots of vines in that one row, it would not be considered a vineyard, so you would only need to leave a distance of six to Fachim. We're going to see in our Mishnah that even if somebody plants one row, but he plants it next to his neighbor's row of vines. So that if you combine it with the neighbor's vines, then it's two rows. Even then it is considered a vineyard, and you'd have to leave a gap of four amas, even though you personally only planted one row. So in when he plants one row of vines in his property, and is already a row planted in his neighbor's field, in his friend's field. And in fact, even if even if there's a private path or a public path in the middle between the two rows, and we're talking in a situation where the path is no more than eight amas wide, it's got to be less than that. And even if the Godish Shinoam Mokhmei Asarot Fachim, if there's a fence there, as long as it is lower than 10 Fachim high, high Elumit Torface, the two rows would join together, and those two rows together would be considered a vineyard, such that if this person wanted to plant another species there, he'd have to leave a distance of 4 Amos. However, Godish Shinoam Fachim, if the fence is taller than 10 Fachim high than Elumit Torface, the two rows would not join together, and each row would be considered like a bunch of individual vines, which require a distance of only six Fachim to be left. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, In Erisol Amala, if he draped the two rows of vines above this fence, then even if the fence is above ten Fachim high, since these vines are now going over the wall and touching and intertwining, so even though there is a big wall in between them, since up above they do combine Ha'elim with Starface, the two rows do join together and make up a vineyard. Mishnah Ches, as we alluded to in the previous Mishnah, one who plants two rows of vines, how close to each other do they need to be in order to make up a vineyard? If there isn't between them a distance of eight amas, then it's considered a kerem, meaning only if they are within eight amas of each other, or within less than eight amas of each other, to be precise, then you cannot bring or plant any seeds into there, because that would be Kalea Kerem planting another species in a vineyard. Okay, now what happens if Hoyusholish, if there are three rows of vines, so now there can be a large distance in between each row, because it's clearer that it's all part of one vineyard. If he puts three rows in their distance at a large amount, he's just showing that he wants to spread his vineyard across a larger distance. In Imbin Shula Chaveto if there isn't between each row 16 Amas, then then he can't plant there. Meaning that as long as there's less than 16 amas in between each row, it is still considered all part of one vineyard. And this is similar to Korachas Akerem, which we came across at the beginning of the Perek, where the middle vines of a field of a vineyard were destroyed, and if that area in the middle is a distance of up to 16 amas, then it's still considered part of that vineyard. So to here, since he's showing by planting three different rows over a large distance that he wants it all to be considered part of one vineyard, it is considered part of one vineyard up to 16 amas. Now, according to this opinion, if the middle row got destroyed, let's imagine. Since in this case, there's only one row on either side, because altogether there were three rows and the middle one got destroyed, so now there's one row here and a big distance later there's another row there, each row by itself, according to Beis Hillel, is not a vineyard. So whereas with regards to a normal case of Karachas Akerem, there are a few rows on either side and therefore the area in the middle is considered part of that vineyard, 
as we saw earlier on, in this case, the two rows are not vineyards by themselves, and therefore they're only combined to be vineyards if they're within eight amas of each other, which is the regular halacha for two rows of vines. So only if they are within eight amas of, t- of each other, once the middle one has been destroyed, would they be considered a vineyard, because without the middle row, they're now just not like normal, any regular two rows of vines. However, Rabbi Yezben Yaakov says, In the name of Hanan ben Chachinai, even if the middle one did get destroyed, if there isn't between each row 16 amas, then they then you can't plant them. Meaning, if the two remaining rows were within 16 amas of each other, less than 16 amas of each other, then they do combine to make a vineyard. And the reason for Rabbi Yezben Yaakov is because he holds, like Beis Shammai, in one area, and like Beis Hillel in another area. Holds like Beis Shammai in the fact that one row is considered a vineyard. So we don't view this scenario as just two vines, rather it's a normal case of Karachas Akerem, where there are a number of rows of vines on either side, and therefore there's a, considered like a vineyard on either side. However, he holds like Beis Hillel in that when it comes to Karachas Akerem, the distance which has to be left in between both parts of the vineyards is 16 amas, not 24 amas. But according to Rebbe Yaakov, this case would just be a regular case of Krach Sakerem. The middle row got destroyed. And now the Mishnah notes, had he originally planted them, meaning had originally he planted just two rows, and not that he, not that he planted three and then one got destroyed, rather he planted two, then it will be permitted as soon as there are eight Amos, not sixteen Amos, because you would leave four Amos on either side, making up eight Amos altogether, and then any remaining area could be planted with another species. Mishnah test, like we explained in the previous Mishnah, Hanitea's Carmel, Sheshitri Amor, Sheshitri Amor, if one plants his vineyard 16 Amos at a time, meaning he leaves a gap of 16 Amos or more between each row, then each row is not considered connected to the next one, so it's not considered a vineyard, and he's allowed to bring seeds and plant other species there, and he only needs to leave a distance of 6 Tafachim away from each vine, because each vine is considered an individual and not part of a larger vineyard. And Omar Behuda Behuda is now going to bring a support for this from Maisa Batsalmain, a story which occurred in the place called Salmain, the Echotanotas Karma with a particular individual who planted his vineyard al Sheshri Amar Sheshri Amar, leaving a distance of 16 Amas between each row. He would turn the hair, he would turn the branches of two rows of vines that had Echot to one side. Hanir, and plant the and plant the ploughed area on the other side, where he had plant where he had moved the branches away from there. in the next year, he would turn the branches to the other side, which he had planted the previous year. and he planted the empty land on the other side, from where he had moved the branches away. The point is, this person planted the areas in between the vines. He planted a different area each year. He alternated so that there would be better quality, the ground would work better. The point we're trying to bring out of this story is that he planted another species in between each row of vines. And this story, this arrangement, came in front of the Chachomim and they allowed it. So we see from here, says Rabbi Yehuda, that if the distance between each row is 16 amas or more, then it's not considered a vineyard and you can plant in between there, as we have explained.
Now, Rimeir and Rishimon now argue with this entire Mishnah, and really the previous Mishnah as well. Rimeir and Rishimon, Rimeir and Rishimon say that just like when there are two rows of vines, they combine to make a vineyard if they are within eight amas of each other. The same applies to a larger vineyard of many rows as well. Afanateas Karmel Shmona Amos, even one who plants his vineyard, leaving a distance of eight amas between each row, mutter, it's allowed to plant in between each row, meaning that from eight amas and above, it's already too far for them to combine. So whereas, according to the previous opinions, as long as they're within 16 amas of each other, they're still considered a vineyard and therefore it's forbidden to plant there. According to Mena Rishimon, as soon as they are 8 amas only away from each other, they're no longer considered a vineyard, and therefore you would just leave 6 tfachim from each vine, and you could plant as another species there. Because according to Mena Rishimon, the 16 amas distance only applies to a Korachas Akerem. Because there, it's literally in the middle of a vineyard. It was originally a vineyard, and there were originally vines there, and then the vines were removed. So then we're still going to consider it a vineyard if it's within 16 amas. But if there were never any vineyards planted there, then it's only considered a vineyard if they are within 8 amas of each other. So to summarize, if there are two rows of vines, then everybody agrees that it's considered a vineyard if they are within 8 amas of each other. If there are more than two rows in a field, then as long as they're still there, according to the first opinion, the Chachomim, of the previous Mishnah, because there are more vines there, so there's more of a structure, and as long as they're within 16 amas of each other, they're considered a vineyard. But according to Meir and Rabbi Shimon, they are only considered a vineyard if they're within 8 amas of each other, just like if there were two rows over there. Perak hey, the next few Mishnahs go through very specific cases of particular vineyards, how they're set out, what state they're in, and the first of those scenarios is Kerem Shecharav, a vineyard which is destroyed, and we've already seen a similar case, Karachas Akerem. But whereas Karachas Akerem is when the middle vines of a field were destroyed, in this scenario it wasn't necessarily the middle ones, it was just lots of vines in the vineyard, including ones going around the edges of the vineyard. So the mission tells us, If he's able to gather 10 vines in the area of a base Sa'ar, so there are 10 vines remaining in the base Sa'ar and Tuiskil Chosan, which are planted according to, the, to their law meaning that there are five vines within two rows, that's the minimum which we saw before, earlier on in the previous Perek, for what is considered a vineyard, where there are two rows of two and then one coming out at the end. So if out of the at least ten vines in the base Sa'ar, five of them have this formation of two rows of two vines each, plus a sort of tail at the end, then Harizanikko Kerem Dal, this is called a poor vineyard, meaning you're right, it's been destroyed, and there's not much left, but nevertheless, it is still considered a vineyard. By the way, another condition is that the five vines, which make up this vineyard configuration, need to be between four and sixteen amas of each other. Only then is it recognizably still a vineyard, so the halachas of the vineyard would apply there. You wouldn't be able to plant, for example, any other species there. Alright, next scenario, Kerem Shunotare Buvya, a vineyard which is planted, sort of, in a mess. There aren't really any rows, it's totally random, there's just lots of individual vines dotted around. Is that considered a vineyard? So the Mishnah says that if at some point in the field you can detect two opposite three, and this is referring to that regular five vine configuration, where there are two rows of two vines and then one sort of tail coming out at the end, so if at some point during the field there are five vines which have that configuration, then Haris Akerem, the entire field of vines, is considered a Kerem. Not just those five, those five give significance to the entire field, such that they'll all be considered part of that vine, that vineyard. But Vimlav, if not, if at no point during the entire field of vines there are five vines which are planted in this good configuration, 
then Ein Akerimin is not considered a vineyard, and therefore you would be able to plant in there as long as you leave six tefachim distance from the vines. Now, Rabbi Meir, Omer, Rabbi Meir says, since or if it appears like the structure of vineyards, meaning if there's some sort of structure in the field, then how is a Kerem, then it is considered a vineyard. And Romeo is referring to a case where they are planted in rows, however the rows, the vines in one row, don't align with the vines of the next row. So in a way, each row is sort of by itself, it's different to the next row. But according to Romeo, this is still considered regular enough, and it is still a structure, and a clear structure of a vineyard. So even if it is slightly unusual, nevertheless, Harry Zakerem, this is considered a vineyard.